Welcome back to another From the Table podcast. This is episode 12. We have Caden and our special guest, Brian Fisher. The co the co-host the co-host himself. Hey. <laughs> well, welcome to this episode of From the Table. It is episode 12. Hard to believe we're already at episode 12, you know it. Yeah, oh man. I know. Been zooming. It felt like we just did Daniel's episode yesterday, but yeah, so welcome, welcome to the episode. We're going to be talking well, with Bryant you. Fisher uh, today on his on his job as as a youth pastor what and is, his and his even journey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and his journey uh, here. So yes, right. uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Um, tell us a little, or whoops, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in a typical week. Oh, let's see here. Well, typical week, okay. So it involves a lot of meetings, uh, a lot of basically logistical stuff. So who do we need to contact? Who do we need to call? Who do we need to take? You know, make write an email to? Who do we need to get this ball rolling and to finish this ball that's rolling? I think that that's probably what a lot of people's jobs that work in the church look like, because. You might be someone here through the week, but a lot of things we try to do, we try to make sure the the uh, congregation or the laity or the volunteers, whatever word you want to use, are uh, focal points of what we do, which means we have to meet a lot to make sure that we communicate to everyone else what we're hoping uh, that they're able to participate in and a lot of things that they've brought to us that we will meet about on how do we like make that push forward and make that happen because uh, the church is about the people and the people have the ideas on on what we do. And so a lot of meetings just are talking about that. So it's a lot of meetings. Um, they're good meetings. Uh, they're important. And then a lot of other stuff is like going to Walmart and picking up supplies. Uh, and yeah. you should see the cashier when – I come with a yeah, well, with a, a tax lot. exempt card, and she's like, "Why do you need, you know, silly string? Mm. Or why do you? <laughs> that doesn't feel like, you know." So there's the products there's, you are buying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These are questionable. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so there's uh, there's supply runs. There's uh, there's just uh, making the space intended for what it's going to look like next. Both of you know we use a lot of rooms. For a lot of different things, right? Oh yes, you know, oh, both yeah. of your moms use rooms that are for schools, mm-hmm. yep. and then they turn into classrooms, right. and Sunday they've school. been craft rooms. They've oh, been yeah. all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the at the size of our church we're we're at, we we have to make sure that a lot of rooms are looking like whatever it's supposed to be for the next uh, program or for the next thing that the space will be used for. So that that's a lot of, of time. And then there's a lot of just moving and looking ahead and mm-hmm. where are we going next and what do we what do we need to be thinking about? And then obviously uh, in my specific job, uh, talking a lot, uh, teaching and uh, organizing others so that they can do uh, their jobs too uh, is a part of it too. So, yeah. yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. <laughs> uh, what made you uh what made you want to be a youth director? That's a great question. Why did I say yes? <laughs> <laughs> well, um it first started when uh Amy, my wife, got an email from Brother Randy. Oh wow. 
RC Cola, and that's what I call him. And <laughs> he was asking uh, Amy if she would interim or on a temporary basis run the youth ministry till June. And I think this was around December, January. And she uh, told me, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And she was like, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. I was like, oh, why not? And then she was like, well, I'll do it if if you help me. And my immediate answer <laughs> was no. <laughs> I don't want to do it uh, because I had a close relationship with my youth director, and I knew how much she did. <laughs> right. And I was like, yikes. So, it, but in general, you know, it, it, it wasn't, it, it's, it, it wasn't that uh, so much as how much she did, though she did do a lot, was uh, I didn't feel like I could fill the shoes of, of someone like that because she, she meant a lot to me and, and Amy because we had the same youth director. And so um, I think, uh, anyways, we talked, and at some point we came to an agreement that we were going to do it. Uh, <laughs> so she wrote back, Brother Randy, she's like, well, I'll do it, but uh, can Bryant help me? And then he was like, great, that's better than I'd hoped. <laughs> so, two, two months together. <laughs> yeah. Two people. So more help. So, so yeah, so uh, that's how we got into it. We got asked by the pastor, and, and then it kind of morphed itself into where it is today um, just through kind of listening and discerning, which is like a big, it's like listening, but listening for where God might be calling you. So it's uh, it's like a little more than just listening. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of that, a lot of prayer and um, a lot of affirmation or like people encouraging, people who are really nice and encouraging. Uh, that kind of is why I'm here today. So went through seminary, went through um, three years of uh, not full-time uh, work as while going to college and then... Uh, once graduated, uh, became full-time, and that's been three years. So six years, and yeah, I, that's how that's how I'm here. I oh, guess that yeah. answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, tell us the how you became the youth director, like mm-hmm. the journey with the seminary and all that stuff. How, how was yes. that? Yes. So... The person who was going to come in and take over, or not take over the youth ministry, but become the person that would oversee it, uh, had to go through this program called CYMT, which means Center for Youth Ministry Training. And that was like, um, if you were going to be the youth director, you had to do that. That was like in Mm -hmm. the contract. So you have to go to CYMT. CYMT um, is basically the bridge between your church and your seminary. So it's like they are the person that provides the professional work, so the church you'll be serving. Or it doesn't have to be a church. It could be it could be a camp. It could be a nonprofit, right. you know, whatever. Uh, but also it's going to provide you uh, academic uh, qualities. So uh, Memphis Theological Seminaries, who they were partnered with. So that was contingent. If you're going to be the youth director... Um, not the interim, but the youth right, director, then right. you have to do those things. So, so that's what happened. We went through the process of, apply, of, of applying and all that stuff, 
and in um, uh, August began the first uh, what they call intensives um, on like once a month going to school for a long long period of hours of the day and then returning back to wherever you're living and wherever you're serving and doing the, the schoolwork online slash just doing the job. So so that's kind of what it looked like uh, for three years. Uh, we had uh, Ella in, the, in those three years. We had, uh, we were, um, yes, we did. We had Jack also, wow. so two kids mm-hmm. through that. Amy is a nurse, so she worked at the hospital in the delivery department uh, where they deliver babies, and she worked in Obion County school system teaching nursing. Hmm. So she had two jobs during that. We had two kids. We had an array of animals, <laughs> two houses. A lot, lot happened wow. in right. the three years. And, uh, yeah, so... That was kind of that was kind of the journey for us, and it was uh, it was fast. It was fast and exciting, and it it hasn't it has changed on what is sped up. I guess you know all of us have like things in the year that certain things seem that they're going really fast, right? And then certain things were fast, slow down. Mm-hmm. But it feels like there's always like something that's at a quite a rapid pace mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's important to have a church family that helps you like through the through the speed of, of things that, that are that could be really hard if you're doing it by yourself so mm-hmm. um, I think that that's you know that's why we have a podcast here we have right. several yeah. people that could do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fall on everyone's shoulders though we, I think we would all agree Caden has done quite well at, at, uh, yeah. at carrying a lot of the load uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> so and Daniel has stepped up a lot too. Oh, yeah. So uh, so yeah, that's kind of that's been the journey for for six years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, mm, I like I'm I'm trying to think here. It's hard. It's I hard have, now because it's like it's like it, I have a question, but I don't know. If it's yeah, I can't too, pull it out of my brain. No, I, I don't know if it's too. You can probably ask it. Right. Oh yeah, go, um, go right ahead. So, so you mentioned, uh, of course, Miss Amy's uh, nurse. Yep. Uh, how was that through the pandemic? How was that? Oh yeah, Ooh, okay, that's true. Water. And she's at another job. So, so the last job I just said was was a Bryan County school system teacher. Um, she then became a home health nurse, uh, which was basically any patient that's at home can, is homebound, uh, can't get out. Uh, that's her job to go to them. A lot of driving. Oh, wow. Okay, a lot yeah. of driving, and then a lot of what they call charting uh, or filling the paperwork of what you saw and and all the details the next person that visits that patient needs to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so that that's also a process of that job. So she did that job, um, and then then she got hired, the same company, she got hired as the clinical manager, which basically helps those nurses who are going out into the field or the houses or the facilities that these patients are at, helps organize, um, helps support, helps, um, uh, you know, encourage uh, them to do their job and works on the logistical side of 
making sure they know where they're going the next day, and then all the other parameters that exist with people that need uh, need nurses or medical professionals around them a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. so that uh, that what that has been her job since the pandemic, and that so uh, how has it been as a nurse? From my side, uh, I would say it it became really hard to safely care for people when, especially in early on, when you didn't know what, yeah, you didn't yeah, know how, you know, you just had to do the best you could uh, with with as many safety measures as you could take. I mean, I remember in the beginning they didn't even have masks, or they didn't have enough masks. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that was really scary, not just for the person they were going to go care for, but for them to walk into a home that could potentially have someone who's positive with COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember them uh, full full body. They would bring. They'd have suits, mm-hmm. and they'd go in, and they'd have. Shields. They have masks. I think they had some other things that were like basically sealing up uh, contact areas of skin. Mm. Um, everything. Everything. Um, I think they even had like uh, if you go in like a surgical room, a doctor or, or a nurse or anyone in there is going to have like those like cloth coverings for your shoes. Oh, they yeah. kind of look like shower caps, but you put them on your shoes. Yeah. So I, they might have even had that because, like, they had to, like, cover anything that was going to leave. And then I remember her and I had a rule in our house. When she went to a um, patient's house uh, through, through that day and came back, she used a specific door to get into the house, went straight to the laundry room and, and washed all those clothes and washed those shoes. Or, the, no, the shoes stayed outside. They never could come inside. So, like, there was a lot of rules everyone had to create mm-hmm. through that and a lot of people who care for, for other patients. And it, it kind of it kind of stayed there for, I don't know, several months. And then the more information we got about this, the, right. the more appropriate measures they could take uh, that were not as uh, strenuous. Mm-hmm. So, um, but even today, like, you know, they need to wear a mask. Right. They need to, you know, when they're, when they're in the... Uh, determining on your county which right now ours is low risk but if ours wasn't like you know they would be wearing masks in their office and so on and so forth so um yeah i would say it drastically it drastically affected the amount of time it takes for them to do their job and not just home health just any of them and the um the i guess like the protocols on like how are you supposed to treat this person how are you supposed what do you do when you know this could be a factor. Right. So I think it's just another element into a nurse treating someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means it takes more time, more energy. Um, you know, it's more, it's more stressful on, on them. Um, and I think all of us feel that. You, know, you don't have to be a nurse to feel that. Yeah. Everyone right. feels that. But uh, it definitely, from the professional side of caring for someone, mm-hmm. has made it much harder and so that's where we're thankful for scientists who make research, who make vaccines, who right, encourage do. us to do these, you know, these these guidelines so that we keep right. everyone safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really important for for her to you know to follow those things, to mm-hmm. help people follow those things, and to make sure that she was doing all she could to protect her patients, herself, her family, her church, like. 
everything. So, right. So yeah, yeah, that's a good question, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's an important one. How did it affect you as a youth pastor? How did it all? Oh God. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, y'all know. I mean, it, in the beginning, it became only online. Mm-hmm. Because we had to, we had to cancel Discovery. We had to yeah. cancel that Discovery. That was that was the biggest weekend, or that was the biggest event that was coming up in the next in the next weekend. Yeah. And it's the it was the yes yeah, yeah. it was close <laughs> literally it was yeah it was it was the next. I remember meeting with the Discovery directors uh, the week before, and we were like, "What do we do?" Right. And I remember them going, "I I mean." Based on what's hanging out there, <laughs> right. I think we need to cancel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but it, it came to a point where the whole church was like, "No, like everything's canceled." Right. Like, yeah. It yeah, definitely discovery because discovery was going to bring a lot of a people lot together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was going to be the biggest thing that we do in a year. So it, mm-hmm. it would have been really, you know, it been well, it was impossible to do it. it with the information we had. It been impossible to to do it yeah. safely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then. Everything became more like one-on-one ministry. Someone asked me this the other day, and I was like, yeah, it came like there was no community. Like there was no way to get people together. And we tried online mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, like, like, yeah, I remember like Zoom, Zoom calls, yeah. yeah. But because it was we hard. Played, I remember one time we played like a game. We did. We played, uh, what's Jackbox. that? Jackbox. Yes, we played Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. And and we did uh, our intern at the time, Delaney uh, Grinder. She she helped me do videos and and try to create fun stuff. It was hard to continue because we one <laughs> ran out of ideas. And two, it was like it was it was it was like fun. Like it was like oh, watch this. But actually, it doesn't actually it doesn't make us come together. Yeah. Like we don't mm-hmm. actually you know. Um, talk about anything together so then it was like well let's do that and then let's move to zoom groups and then those became hard to manage because when you don't have a physical time to be somewhere it was really hard to stick to uh, the time frame over and over and over again at the consistency that we were doing it so Mm -hmm. so I think and and this really became the entire church's model was all that we can do now uh, at this point is reach out to people, um, check in on people, and then try to think of like creative things. We we were doing driveway talks, yeah. Where mm-hmm. if you wanted to sign up, we'd come to your driveway, bring Sonic, you know, whatever, <laughs> and we'd talk. <laughs> and so we tried that. Uh, we tried a lot of things that that would not sustain. Like mm-hmm. like I couldn't I couldn't call like. You know who we have like sixty five people right. plus mom and dads. Yeah. I, I don't have the capacity to call everybody, so it became really hard to manage that, and it became really hard uh, on everybody just to create any sense of community. Because the only the best way to do it in the time because we were all online, and the way our church works is you pass things through boards. So once the board approves no in person, the only way to introduce and in person is to go through the committees mm. and get it approved. Yeah, yeah. But you don't do that unless everybody can do that. Right. So 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 we couldn't, but it was the right call. It right. it's it definitely yeah. the right call. Yeah. Everyone supported that and that's the right way, you know, we feel to, to do it. 
um, because it's a larger voice speaking for all of us, and and everyone agrees with that. So, um, yeah, so we did that, and I would say it it created a lot of anxiety for me, um, uh, un, like unsure direction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where? What do we do? Right. Um, where do we even go? Where do we go? <laughs> where do we go from here? Because our, you know, and it, and it bases on you know what your congregation feels they need to do. Our congregation felt we needed to keep people safe, and how? Well, not that no one else does, but our way of keeping people safe was mm-hmm. to cancel in-person stuff. Right. So my job really became a lot of technology, a lot of helping get the services out because they were also online. A lot of you know, a lot of um, a lot of a lot of tech needs here. A lot of creating videos. A lot of less about what was before the typical job in a week. That that's stopped. I mean, we didn't have meetings in person. We you know we were we were on Zoom on that too. Yeah. So I think everybody in general, anxiety increased. Uh, direction on where you go, you know, was everyone's it doesn't matter if you're in the church or not like you're like i don't know what i do and then um it was just trying to be hopeful for the day and this ends and then and then when it did we slowly became outdoor what we did was we did outdoor only Uh no food um then we did we progressed back inside no sunday school then sunday school came back Mm -hmm. and very uh, sporadically have we allowed food every now and again. Mm-hmm. And, like, tonight is the first night we're, like, we have someone on the, like, list that is bringing food, yeah. like, tonight. And we're, what are we, uh, we're two years. I mean, it's just been, it's just been a crazy ride through it all. You know, the beginning of 2020, we had, um, or not the beginning of it. The beginning of it, we actually mm-hmm. had normal things. But, yeah. um, you know, like when it started, yeah. March 2020, mm-hmm. um, you know, we didn't come to church for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And we were out of school. We were sitting at home. So, you know, except for maybe you, Daniel. Yeah. You might have had school. Did you have school? Did, yeah, um, did you keep oh, going? Oh, March oh, that's May. a good March question. March May. That's a good. Um, I, I think we had a little bit. Uh-huh. And yeah. not and too much, though, because yeah, you I go think, by the college's schedule. Yeah. I think we uh, we had a little bit to finish that semester, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we didn't really have that much the next semester. But uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, but, yeah, we were we were all stuck at home through, yeah. at least for me, the end of summer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then we had those two Sundays where we came back, and then we just went back to yeah. Virtual oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, we came, like, back, gosh, like, we came back. Whoa, bad idea! Hey, yeah. Yeah. Back it up a little bit. Back it up. Back it up. Hold on. And then, and then, beginning of the school year, yeah, we came back and then mm-hmm. had it going, and we've had it going since then. But yeah, we've you know, we we have not been able to do a lot of things mm-hmm. during the year of 2020. Yep. In that in that stint from August to December, than we do now, obviously. But yeah, you know, I mean, it is. Yeah, we it had was, it was crazy. We had that. We had Breakfast Club 
that still hasn't come back. Yeah. yeah. That that was tied to McDonald's. Yeah. So yes. that, that was Yeah, and that's tied to It was to like oh, we I can't mean, go we can't until go they inside. until they open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. we can't actually do it until yeah. the thing we went to. Yeah. <laughs> and we this is actually the funny thing. We were just talking about lunch bunch. Yeah. We yes. were just talking about how that how uh so long ago we used to do yeah. that all the time. Oh, yeah. Word. <laughs> yep. Every week. Crazy. Yeah. Somewhere Every week. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, breakfast so, bunch and I yeah. lunch think bunch, that you know things like that. I think could make their way back. Oh yeah, no now question. that restaurants now, are opening yeah. up, yes. now, now that, that everyone's mm-hmm. opening up, you right. know, lifeboat stops. Oh, my gosh. oh yes, because um, it I was about it was heavy snacks. You know, it yeah. always had snacks. It was like yeah. anything that had food, like right, got tried to take a hard <laughs> stop for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was also a good time to reflect on what we were doing while we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was did we need to keep doing it? Right. So yeah. there was a lot of things that we stopped doing. There's a lot of things that we have started that we weren't doing before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it almost like we're trying to replace things that maybe weren't working, mm-hmm. uh, but this we felt the need example. to keep it going because <laughs> that's what we do. Just we say, just keep yeah, it going, yeah. and we never really ask why. <laughs> so right. Pretty we much. started asking we're why. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So so yeah so I think yeah. I think I think that we've seen especially in the last few months yeah and even in the last uh, two weeks where, right. where the mask um, has become optional mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully it'll it'll continue that way based on the science right. and if the science says we need to put them back on we're going to put them back, back on, on. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah I think I think it's uh, I think it's nearing you know a different normal because I don't think mm-hmm. we'll go back to some things that we were doing before no. because we've been allowed time to really think about what we were doing right and mm-hmm. listening to each other mm-hmm. and then using that as a guide yeah. to how we mm-hmm. how we discern what God wants us to do and right. and, yeah. and and do those things as faithful as we can right. still can't wait for a breakfast club I love I, I loved going to that every week oh my gosh as a middle schooler, I hope oh. that we can at least do it towards the end of this year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And even like, you know. I can, I can come to it as a senior when I'm out of school. You know? Yes. <laughs> Everybody else has and, to go to school. And even if we like did some kind of like hybrid where like we meet here, you know, this month or this amount of time. And then if we even came in here, yeah, you know, true. in the mor- in the morning. Our own bra- like U.S. donuts. Mm-hmm, and bring stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that that would be a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. Any final questions or thoughts? Anything? Thinking. No, I think uh, I think that this is one of the bright spots that came mm-hmm. out. Right. Yeah. We had always talked about podcasts. Yes. Before. Oh yeah. We were like, yeah, I remember we last even year. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, how would, would we even do it? Yeah, we don't you know? have time to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we do all this, and then and then and it, then was, it's made it was made time. Made the time yeah. was made for it. <laughs> yes. So I think that this has been a bright spot. Oh yeah. Not just as someone that's gotten to help with it, but also for. Uh, I think for people that have something to listen to, right? Yeah, yeah. this is something also to, a bright spot. Yeah, for them. yeah. And with everything else coming back, like Discovery, right. Hands yeah. for mm-hmm. Him, all that stuff. Back. Mm-hmm. Shameful plug, April 29th through May first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, like Jalaska coming back. Uh, yes, July. We had like Jay uh, last year 30 though, too. Through yeah. July third, 
And then Dayshore Middle School, July 25th. Man. To whatever the date is for that Friday. <laughs> Shameful plug. Yes. Shameful plug. Shameful plug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank uh, – well, <laughs> this script, I forget I put – I didn't put your <laughs> name down. Oh, my gosh. My name <laughs> is Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to thank Bryant for coming on the podcast this week. Because we didn't have him last week, actually. We didn't have yeah, him last that's right. week. right. Where was I? Uh, Shrove Tuesday. Oh, I was at the, uh, pan- the pancake yep. supper. Pancakes. Yes. Yep. That was that was that was really good. I liked. I love syrupy the goodness. Yes. But yes. I didn't put a name to this. That's my fault. Uh, the, the well next week thing. Oh yeah. yeah, next week. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of cutting out to do now. now. Insert myself. Uh, <laughs> next week uh, we're going to have Caden as the yeah. guest. So this is the first time Caden's been the guest, ooh, 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 and ooh. we're going to talk to Caden about his role in the church uh, as a youth and as some things that he does for the church, and also. Uh, looking at as a person that goes to a school that isn't like the majority school that most of his peers go to. Uh, it just so happens that the room right now, we have someone who's not in school, someone who's homeschooled, and someone who goes to Gleason. So there is no yeah. West High School <laughs> Nobody in Martin. In here, Nobody or Martin Middle Martin. School. So, so, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that uh, next week and look forward to the conversation there. Yep. Well, that does it for this week. I'm Caden. I'm Daniel. And I'm Bryant. Thanks for listening to the Conversations from the Table. God's peace be with you, friends. Peace out. Peace Peace. out.